But this is arguably one of the best stories set in the Star Wars Star Wars realm where we really see the danger of the Empire. We really see the fascism and the oppressive nature and what they're doing to people. Hey guys, and welcome back. I'm Jake, and this is In Media Res, where we talk about all things media. So, last time we talked about representation in, you know, entertainment. Um, today I'm actually going to talk about a, one thing a little bit weirder. Um, and people are going to look at me like I'm crazy when I say this, but can a hero ruin a story? Um... So I will preface this um, with why this is actually a question that popped in my head. So first of all, spoiler alert. If you have not watched Andor and intend on watching Andor, turn back now. You heard me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. So... Andor is arguably one of the best shows that came out in 2022. Um, if you don't know, it's a Star Wars show starring, um, well, I don't want to say starring, but centered around Cassian Andor, a character from Rogue One. If you've seen Rogue One, you know he dies at the end. If not, the movie's been out for years, and I'm not apologizing for spoiling the ending. Um... So, in Rogue One, he's definitely more of a hero. Um, I mean, definitely, like, kind of rough around the edges and grungy, but definitely a hero, I would say. Um, you know, he definitely he sacrifices himself at the end to in a very bold way. But Andor is kind of his origin story and how he, you know, joins up with the Rebel Alliance and... I'll be honest, when it started, I was unsure how I felt about it or, you know, what I was going to think about it. You know, we're three episodes in and I am just like, when is this story ever going to start? Because in my personal opinion, the first three episodes were the pilot. Um, it felt like those first three episodes were kind of the setup of the story. It was like, it seemed like it was one single story arc. And that was really when the story got going was after episode, episode one. Can't seem to talk. And then from there, he, you know, takes the pay to go help on this job, um, which then kind of goes off the rails. People die. People get killed. Um, you know, flash forward, he ends up in prison. Season kind of ends with the prison break. And he makes it back home. Um, after his kind of um, adopted mother dies. And kind of a rebellious, riotous moment is kind of where the season ends. Um, but there is no hero of the story. Um, arguably the only kind of real hero that we see is kind of his adopted mother. And I can't remember her name to save my life. Um... And then maybe Mon Mothma. But at the same time, with Mon, she 
She also spends the season kind of really deciding on whether she's going to do something that's kind of sketchy and, you know, whether the underhanded tactics are the right way to go about kind of fighting the empire. You know, she's like, I'm the good guy. I shouldn't be doing these things. You know, I want to be the good guy. I want to be the good person and continue to do the morally right thing. And so she spends a lot of this season kind of covering up some money that she had been taking from her own, um, you know, she'd been taking her own money, but, you know, it was causing problems um, or was causing suspicions about why this money was, you know, being pulled out of this, um, you know, said it was for charity, but there was still questions surrounding it. And so now it was a matter of hiding the money. Um, or I guess making creating a new trail for the money so that it looks like it was being allocated somewhere and not going to say like the Rebel Alliance. Um, but in doing so, there were underhanded tactics involved. Um, Andian, Andian, Cassian Andor was not a hero by any stretch of the means at this point. He's not even a reluctant hero. He's just not even a hero. Um, so at the end of the day, there isn't really a hero. And Stellan Skarsgård character is sure as hell not a hero. I mean, like, this dude is willing to do whatever it takes. He's got this great monologue at the end about kind of all of the shit that he's seen and all the things that he's had to go through and experience. And a lot of people think he might have been a Jedi. But, and he's talking about, like, I suffer these moments so other people don't have to. I do the dirty deeds so that somebody else doesn't have to. And it's, a, like, a really poignant moment. Um, and it's kind of where all these characters are struggling. Like, you've got Andor, who doesn't want to do any of this and kind of keeps getting pulled into it. And then you've got Mon Mothma who is trying to do the right thing, even if kind of the underhanded thing is the thing that will kind of get the better result in the end. And then the person who's willing to do whatever it takes to overthrow the, you know, the empire. So all of these kind of central characters that we have in Andor, I would say none of them are a hero, but this is arguably one of the best stories set in the Star Wars Star Wars realm where we really see the danger of the Empire. We really see the fascism and the oppressive nature and what they're doing to people. And that's not the way that we haven't seen it before. Obviously, we've definitely seen it in Clone Wars and in Rebels, and we even see it in the movies. Um, but never to this nature. Because in all of those other stories, we're following a hero. Um, you know, in Rebels, we follow this group of people who were like, you know, very much like gung-ho. They want to be the heroes. They want to do the right thing and save the world and, or save the galaxy. And then in Star Wars, every trilogy, you have a hero. You have this kind of cliche um, good versus e evil and this, you know, the hero's journey and that's the center that's the center of the story sure luke is fighting vader and the emperor and overthrowing this fascist regime but the story at the center is a battle of good versus evil and luke becoming a jedi luke becoming a hero so it is literally your typical hero's journey of reluctant hero to hero um and it's the same thing with han and leia as well they both are experiencing a hero's journey you know han by complete happenstance and leia because obviously her entire, she was a senator, she was part of the Rebel Alliance, and her world was destroyed by the Empire. Um, 
so it's the kind of the typical hero's journey for all of them and it's the same thing in the original trilogy um granted one of them is a slow descent into evil obi-wan is obi-wan and the new one is kind of the same thing it's this battle between good and evil this time kind of more internally um you know the struggle with these characters to whether be on the light side or the dark side but that's the story like and i know we love it it's a tale as old as time and we see it time and time again but but so much of the hero's journey is why they're a hero in the first place why is there a need for a hero and sometimes you kind of get the broad strokes version of like empire bad fascist you know nazi symbolism and then you're like okay cool that's the end of that let's move on on to return of the jedi but when it came to andor it's like you didn't have those heroes you had a group of people <laughs> trying to go through life and some of them are here some of them are trying to be rebels others are very much anti-heroes um some of them are even villains you know who are don't really know that they're villains because they've drank the kool-aid and i think the story's better for it you know when andian go when andian why do i keep saying that andian who the hell is andian when andor goes to prison it reminded me very much of like a nazi internment camp well the story the stories that we get from Nazi internment camps. And I mean, I don't know how real some of these stories are, but you know, this concept of doing kind of a nothing burger work, you know, digging trenches, moving a rock from here to there. And like this kind of monotonous repetitious work that almost can drive a person insane. And that's what they're doing in the prison. Like, I mean, granted, yes, we, Spoilers at the end, we see that they're building parts for the Death Star, but the work they're doing is very, rep, rep, you know, they're doing the same thing on repeat with no seemingly rhyme or reason. It's not like they're on an assembly line where they know what they're building. They're all building the same part and they have no clue what it is. They just keep doing it. And then you've got these people literally standing over them, watching them, ready to freaking shock the floor if they're not, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing. And then the conversation of how he even got there in the first place. He, after the job, goes on to this planet, like, you know, is doing the dirty with a girl, goes outside, and he just happens to be in the vicinity where someone was like a rebel or was stealing or something. And so he gets arrested and sentenced to, I think it was, what, six years in prison? And they're like, oh, you're this, that, and the other. You were loitering. You were involved in this kind of thing. And it's like he didn't even do anything. Also, yet again, very Nazi Germany. Um, kind of this over-punishment for small crimes or, you know, what there, was, like, there was no justice. You were literally like, hey, you know, you were there, guilty. Fascism. And, like, it's the same moments. Like, these are just, like, small little bits that you don't ever really get to see in the stories and like occasionally you would get standalone episodes in like the clone wars or the rebels when you go to like saw Gerrera's world when he was younger and you know they kind of helped train the rebels to fight the separatists and 
you know, and then, you know, his sister dies and then like, obviously Saul's like, Oh, and then eventually we see what he becomes later on, um, kind of in rebels and in rogue one, but, and even Andor, he's in that too. But these are like standalone moments, like these moments happen and then we leave. Um, and sure you see what happens 20 years later, but you don't really get to live in those moments. You see a standalone 20 minutes um, where, you know, Ahsoka or Obi-Wan or Padme come in, experience this moment and then leave. It's kind of the same thing with Rebels. You know, they kind of have their own standalone stories on their own planets that we kind of get into a little bit. But yet again, a lot of the kind of the real kind of oppression that we see is on these kind of standalone planets where the empire is being overbearing or doing something that's oppressive. They go in, save the day, bounce out. We don't see the before or after. We don't see what it's like to live under the oppressive regime of the empire. And so when you come to Andor, you do. You you know, even on the planet where they're robbing um, the stuff from the dam, you see how they are manipulating these the, the kind of the natives in this world and even, you know, how they're using this kind of, um, I don't even know what you call it, meteor shower thingy to appease them. And like, it's just, a. I can't speak enough about how great this show is and really how, how it's like the first time I feel like I'm seeing the empire for what it is. And like, that's not to say I knew it was fascist, but like, this is the time, like, this is the first time you feel like you're really seeing, you're really seeing the kind of the nitty gritty and the down and the dirts. And you're seeing what the average people go through, not what the heroes go through. And so it makes me wonder, can a hero ruin a story? Um, and I guess it's kind of a dumb question if you think about it, because the hero is living their own story. It's not, you know, it's not Cassian Andor's story. It's, you know what I mean? It's it's not Leia's story. Their story is good. You know, they're living it. They're, that's what we're experiencing. But how often do we miss kind of the real moments because we're too wrapped up in whether you know luke can lift his ship out of the swamps of dagobah <laughs> i mean it's great and all but like i think cassian andor trying to break out of a prison that's in the middle of the ocean is more interesting um you know why he's in prison what he's doing in prison how they're running the prison like i find that to be exponentially more fascinating um you know, and sometimes it's the same thing when you're watching a movie, you know, and you kind of see the B story and you're like, why is the B story seem to be more entertaining than the A story? And it's because the B story is where you're getting like your subplots and your kind of minor characters and kind of you're seeing the characters revolving around, um, I would say orbiting the main characters. And sometimes you're like, I want to see that. I want to know what's going on there. Um, and you don't forget it. And I almost kind of feel like that's what Andor is. You know, you, Mon Mothma's popped up over the years and kind of little tidbits and rebels and the original, in the, you know, in the prequel trilogy and like, you know, and now she's here and we're finally getting her story. And she was in Rogue One for like 2.5 seconds. And then the same, you know, Andor and Saul Guerrera and like all these people who kind of orbit the main characters. And now we're kind of, you know, getting... What were the side characters doing during all of this? And I find it exponentially more fascinating. 
and I want to see more of it. Oh my God, I'm going to freaking mess this up if I keep bumping this microphone. But I want to see more stories like that where we get to see what's going on elsewhere. You know what I mean? It's kind of like my complaint of like, stop with the Skywalkers. Like, no one cares. Like, move on. Like, that's not to say that I don't enjoy characters kind of in their orbit because I freaking love Ahsoka and I would love to learn more about Yoda. But we don't need more Skywalkers. We didn't need Luke and Leia. Like, we didn't need them in the new trilogy. I mean, you know, whether you enjoyed it or not, like, that's just kind of like, <laughs> I enjoyed, I somewhat enjoyed the new trilogy, but I still agree. Like, why can't we have something different? Like, I'm excited for, like, the Acolyte. And that's why I enjoy that and the Bad Batch. And, like, I enjoy these kind of other stories that allow us to live in the world that don't center around the hero. Um, and I love it. You know, it's kind of like the same thing in some anime, like ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, or whatever it's called. You know, um, Subaru is not the heroes, but he's like surrounded by these extraordinary people. Um, and he's a nothing burger. I mean, his only thing is that he keeps dying and coming back. And quite frankly, he's a bit traumatized for it. So like, but side characters can be exponentially more fascinating sometimes than the main character because maybe the main character is an insert for the writer or what, but I think it's partially because we've seen the hero's journey so many times. And these other stories are ones that are, that feel a bit newer and they feel a bit fresher. So that's just my take. Um, whether a hero can ruin a story or not. And I know that sounds insane because I mean, eventually, you know, Andor does become a hero. He helps get the plans for the death star. Ironically, he helped build it too. OMG. That definitely adds another layer that just occurred to me. Homegirl's freaking father designed the death star. And then Andor helped build like part of the death star. That just occurred to me. I don't know if that's some huge revelation, but it feels like one. Anyways, that's my opinion. Um, let me know what you think. Um, I don't think I'm crazy. I think it's just an opinion, but let me know what you think. If you think that maybe sometimes that a hero can ruin a story and that sometimes we don't get the best story because we're too busy focused on someone like the hero where, you know, we're too busy watching, you know, Luke flip through, uh, a jungle with a Yoda on his back or a Grogu, you know, and completely ignoring what's happening outside of that moment. And maybe what's happening outside of that moment's better. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Um, <laughs> let me know. Comment, message, whatever. Just let me know. Talk about it. Talk about it below around. Tell your friends. So anyways, this has been Jake with InMedia's Res, and I will see you all next time. Bye.